Hey, thank you for listening to the Vegan Ambition Podcast. I'm here to let you know that you can visit us on our website at theveganambition.com or on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. We post new content every single day. And now, time for the podcast. Hey, I'm Ruchi, and today we're joined with... Jackie. And I'm Ruchi. Welcome to the Vegan Ambition Podcast number four. Today's main question is, what's your take on horse riding and racing? But before we start, I'd like to thank today's sponsors. I'd like to thank Orange Juice, Dried Mangoes, and Farmhouse Garden Animal Home. This podcast is a tool to help vegans, vegetarians, and anyone else who's interested in the vegan lifestyle. On this podcast, we'll have a different guest every week, and we're going to discuss a topic on veganism, and we will debate different viewpoints. The Vegan Ambition is a no-pressure zone and a no-hostility zone. We do not pressure our guests, but are simply here to discuss different viewpoints. I hope you'll join us on this journey, and education is our biggest goal here. If you don't know me already, I'm Ruji. I've been vegan for over a year now, and I'm not a perfect vegan, but I try, I'm trying to become one. Uh, hopefully you can join me on this journey of veganism and learn something new in the process. And this is Jackie. Jack and, Jackie has been vegan for a few years now and has her own vegan YouTube channel. Why don't you tell us more about yourself, Jackie? Yeah, um, well, I'm Jackie. Um, I actually know Daniel or Rugi or whatever <laughs> through high school and also now we're in the same university program, which is crazy. Where you graduated. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I've been vegan for now two years. I initially just kind of started off, you know how there's like meatless Mondays and stuff? I just, like, every Sunday, I just decided I would be vegan for that day or, like, <laughs> eat plant-based um, just because I saw how, like, it's the vegan diet isn't restrictive, and I kind of learned that through, like, watching YouTubers, like, hot for food and stuff, and mm-hmm. I saw how, like, delicious vegan food could be. So after, you know, a couple months of doing once a week, I eventually built it to, like, every other day, and then one day it was, like, I could just do this for the rest of my life. So, yeah, I've been vegan for two years, and... That's definitely helped my YouTube channel because now I like have content that I really enjoy filming and that has also helped me build a blog that I have now, The Jackfruit Vegan. So yeah, I've been doing those two for the past couple of years and it's been a good time. Mm-hmm. And before, um, I mean, going vegan, kind of like what made you decide to try Meatless Mondays? Uh, yeah no honestly like I think it was this was like the winter like this December before I went started like eating vegan or whatever um I was like studying for exams like studying not really but um I was on YouTube and like in my I guess my recommended pages I had like some vegan videos on there I just stumbled upon it really randomly like some of these like youtubers that like ate vegan and stuff and i was just watching the food they made and it like looked really appetizing and so colorful and like healthy but it still looked like it tasted really good and for me like i always thought veganism or just like a vegan diet was way too restrictive Mm -hmm. because it's like you got one life and it's like you should enjoy it and eat the foods you want to yeah and i just you know i was one of those people that thought like vegans and vegetarians just ate salads and so yeah like I I don't know I just something inside of me I was like I want to try this and I just initially started off for my diet and I saw like the benefits and how much energy I had and how much healthier I felt and I was losing a bit of weight and then I just you know I started to learn more about the environmental and animal um, impact and everything and I thought 
you know, this is kind of, it just, it makes me happy doing it kind of thing. Because I feel like I'm doing something good for the world, but at the same time, like, it makes me really happy personally. Yeah, yeah. so was it a hard transition for you? Because, I mean, the way that I did it, for example, I I did like a slow, a really mm-hmm. slow transition, and I did pescatarian, then vegetarian, and then vegan. But you did, you just did like days where you were yeah. vegan. So was it like weird from day to day to like go from vegan and then be like the next day just like not? Eat meat. <laughs> yeah. Um, at first, like, I don't know, Meatless Mondays is now like a big movement. And like, I know mm-hmm. a few people that participate in it. And I guess at first, like, it wasn't that weird. I just, but I kind of went into it uneducated, I felt like, because okay. I can remember the first thing I had on one of my meatless <laughs> Monday, Sunday kind of days was I made rice crackers with hummus and like cucumbers. That was like the first meal I had. And I guess like one thing about veganism is like you can eat a little bit more than normal. Like a lot of the time when yeah. you're eating like such a light, healthy meal, like you have to just like kind of listen. And there's this whole thing about like intuitive eating and everything. So at first it was a bit strange because like I noticed that I was eating a lot more of everything because like I wasn't satisfied with just like one rice cracker. Like yeah. I needed like five of them and then I was like, okay, I feel better now. So it was a bit weird in the beginning. But, yeah, like, like you were saying, like, you did, like, kind of a slower transition, and, like, I didn't go cold turkey at all, like, it was just a process to take time and kind of dip my toes into it, Mm -hmm. but there's some people, like, overnight, they're like, I'm gonna go vegan, Yeah, and I don't think, personally, that would work for me. Yeah, I agree, that's, I mean, um, from my point of view, and from this podcast Mm -hmm. point of view, that's not the way to do it, Yeah, but I've actually never considered uh, recommending people to try really, like, doing, like, one day a week, and then moving towards that that makes yeah. a lot of sense I just never thought really thought yeah about it. it's like it, it's just it's dipping your toes into it and seeing if like it's something you like and you know giving yourself like just that one day it, it's nice and it's it's not hard just choose a day of the week that like you have time mm-hmm. and you can like search recipes but eventually as I was like doing it like once or twice a week I got like it was like the day I looked most forward to because I'm like I'm gonna experiment today and see right. what I can make with like whatever I have in my fridge and you mentioned that um, you went into it not really knowing a lot. Mm-mm. So, kind of, why did you find that that happened? Did, was there lack of, lack of resources, or was it lack of resor- research, rather, or...? Um, I think it was just a lack of research on my end. Okay. Like, I didn't really... I just went into being like, oh, is it going to be just so much healthier for myself? So right. I just... I didn't really... I was, like, researching recipes and stuff, but I didn't really know the impact veganism had on, you know... Um, the environment and animals and everything like I didn't I like obviously like knew in the back of my head that it was going to be like contributing to something greater but I just yeah I I was kind of like I didn't know like how about the meat industry and you know how much like uh like methane gas like it like the meat industry the meat industry like produces and everything like that I didn't know like these random stats of like facts about veganism it was just like oh I'm doing this for myself okay yeah what about the diet portion I mean uh for a lot of people I think it's really hard to go from uh like a regular meat eating diet to like Mm -hmm. transition to vegan because there's so many things that contain non-vegan ingredients that we have to look for every day like honey gelatin Mm -hmm. Um, you know, milk all the time. Milk's in like everything. And yeah. you're like, it's I can't even eat Ms. ketchup Vicky's chips. It's potato chips. 
like really? whey powder and stuff. Like it's in Miss Vicky's potato okay, chips. I don't remember seeing them in Miss Vicky's, but yeah, maybe. like it's just it's in weird places. Cause it's like milk powder places. is in everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like um, it's in ketchup chips. Yeah, I know. And I didn't like a couple few months ago. I was at a party and then there were ketchup chips and I was like eating them like because I just thought they had to be yeah, vegan. Yeah, yeah. And then I read the ingredients and like it gutted me. It happens. So it bad. happens all the time. Yeah. It's not, it's not your fault. It's, I know. It's just. God. Yeah. You know what though? Um, Sobeys as a brand, mm-hmm. uh, compliments. Yeah. Theirs are vegan. Oh, good to know. You know yeah. what? I'm gonna go grocery And they taste very this. similar. They're not like perfect. Yeah. They're pretty close enough. <laughs> they're like your they're your ketchup. They're they're right almost there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. So that's interesting. I I mean I find it really like even today like I find it so hard to like cut out everything that's not vegan like. I, I mentioned that I'm not a perfect vegan. Mm-hmm. I still have, like, my old leather wallet from forever ago. Yeah. And, I mean, eventually I'll get rid of it, but I just, like, I love it. And it, there's, I see no point of getting rid of it. It's useful right now. No, I know. I'm the same but, kind of way. Like, I know, it's hard to be, like, 100% vegan. And I think there's so a hard. someone that made a video talking about um, how, like, you will never be 100% vegan. Yeah. Like, she was listing all the stuff that you just didn't know, like, even, like, vegan chocolate, like, there's still, like, a chance that it might have bugs in it and stuff. She's like, you'll just never be 100% yeah, yeah, yeah. vegan. And I understand. And, like, I've watched a ton of videos and people talk about it. Like, you're saying about your leather watch. Like, you don't have to get rid of that right away. But it's, like, you will not make... Like, for me, I still have a coat that has down in it. Yeah. But I will not buy another... In the future, when I need a coat, I will not buy a coat with down in it. Right, yeah. But, like, it doesn't mean one day you have to literally throw the stuff out of your house no, that is it, not it doesn't, vegan. It doesn't, yeah. yeah. And, like, I'm kind of the same way with, like, makeup products. So, majority of my makeup collection is cruelty-free now because, like, I, I buy cruelty-free. Yeah. But then there's, like, this one eyeliner that I have that I know isn't vegan or cruelty-free. And I love it so much and it's really hard for me not to repurchase it. Yeah. Because it's, like, I have to go out and find something better than this. Yeah, yeah. And, like... Vegan beauty products can be really expensive. Like they can, I yeah, yeah, like just household products sometimes. Like it's just you have to pay a lot more yeah. for that. So I'm not like yes, it's something eventually like I'd like to stop repurchasing, but it's like do it at your own pace and like you don't have to wake up one day and like throw everything out of your house. Yeah, it's, I mean like, ridiculous. I, I still use like non vegan deodorant and I know <laughs> that's not right, but like I found I've, a really good vegan one. Really? I've, it's expensive but it works really that's well. That's the thing. <laughs> Here in Canada yeah. and they're like crazy expensive my sister bought one and i tried it and it was, it was it's like one that's in a jar so you like use oh your is hands. it the paper y one or something no I don't there's know. like a couple different brands like there's that. a couple I know different brands but it, she was like it's 30 dollars. i was like i know $30. yeah the one that i bought is by the brand schmitz it's mm-hmm. a really oh, good yes, deodorant but i paid like 14 dollars for a stick <clears throat> of deodorant yeah. <laughs> You don't and have to use that much of it, but still, like, it's kind of insane. It's a little much, yeah. and it's it's hard, especially, and, like, I, I get the problem, I mean, l- after living in Hong Kong, that that, that problem exists mm-hmm. even more Definitely. so. Here, we can go to the grocery store, and there's vegan options. Yeah. Now, uh, a couple of years ago, there weren't, but in Hong Kong, there still aren't. Yeah. You have to go to specialty grocery stores. Yeah, and it can get really expensive. So, living yeah. abroad, or, like, being in different countries it's crazy yeah because you you live in singapore yeah i was in singapore for four months how was being vegan there it actually wasn't that bad so like i did my research this is i i mean i didn't choose to go on exchange to singapore because it was like vegan friendly but like i just was interested Mm -hmm. and i found out that 
Taiwan is first in terms of Taipei is the most vegan friendly city in Asia okay. and Singapore list is second. Okay. Um, and so I was like, that made me happy because I'm like, okay, I'm not going to have that much of a difficult time. And I didn't. But um, there were times, like, I guess it's, like, also a language barrier expressing, like, I don't eat meat. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't just say I don't eat meat to people sometimes because, like, to them, fish is not a meat. So yeah. they would, I would find, like, dried fish flakes on top of my food. Yeah, and I was like, oh, God, like, I didn't, I mean, I, I, then I learned and I knew, okay, in the future going forward, I should definitely express, like, every, list every single kind of meat there is. Mm. Um, but I didn't find it too bad and, like, Traveling, I just, I did a ton of research whenever I traveled, and I yeah. picked the restaurants I definitely wanted to go to, okay. and, like, it would made it a lot easier for me. It's just, it's a more of a hassle. It's doing, like, research, which, like, no one really wants to do, but, I mean, it's going to make your life so much easier. Yeah, whenever I went abroad, I mean, like, from Hong Kong, I basically just went to vegan restaurants, <laughs> except for in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. I actually found it was like really easy to be vegan in Vietnam. Yeah. I was also with a Vietnamese friend. Yeah. So he kind of explained it. Was but like, yeah. <laughs> when we went to like non vegan restaurants, they had vegan options. And I was like, oh, whoa. Yeah, yeah. And they yeah. like list them as vegan or like. Well, they have like a word. It's called like chai and it means like vegetarian, but for them it means like vegan. Like they don't put oh, anything okay. in it. And you can like specify. You can just tell them, right? Yeah. And they actually like, kind of like get it. And then. And if you're careful, it was like pretty good. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, okay. Yeah. Okay, not bad. These fresh rolls. They're probably vegan. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it's really hard living in different countries. And especially, uh, you were talking about makeup brands. Yeah. I mean, there's people that don't buy makeup brands because they sell in China. Yeah, and in China, apparently, they test on animals right. in order for it to be approved. But then, I don't know, there's, like, someone that was saying that's not true. I There's too much noise out there, and, like, it's really hard to know what mm-hmm. is what. But, yeah, I've heard that before. There's a lot of noise. But, I mean, one of the biggest things that we, we're both kind of, trying to tell people and make people aware yeah. is that it's, you can't be 100%. Yeah. It's not, it's like you, it's maybe at some point in like 10, 20 years, maybe. Yeah, maybe, but. Today, it's like you can try really hard, yeah. but there's still going to be problems, especially depending if you live on, either in Canada or the States or in Britain, or you live in Hong Kong or you live in Singapore. It's like those, you know, it's going to get, exactly. it's different everywhere. Mm-hmm. So it's totally a struggle. Yeah. Um, how do you find it today? Are you, like, you're good right now? You Yeah, like, I I haven't, like, I, for the most part, like, I don't consciously eat meat or, like, I, I eat plant-based. Um, right. But, you know, there's been times where, like, I'll make a mistake where, like, I didn't read the in- ingredients carefully enough mm-hmm. and everything. And so, at in the beginning, it was really hard for me. Like, there, I remember there was this time my mom bought this, like, soy cheese. And then it was so good. And it's hard to find good vegan cheese sometimes. It is, yeah. And I was reading the ingredients one day after, like, a couple weeks of eating it, and I realized there was, like, casein in it, which is the milk yeah. protein. And I was just, I got so angry at myself. But now it's, like, I've kind of learned, like, you know, you'll make mistakes and stuff, and it's just, like, accepting it. I didn't yeah. consciously eat it. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's just, you know, I'm able to, like, forgive myself and everything. But for the most part, like, I, I love eating like vegan and being yeah. vegan you know the um the area of the grocery store that's like the vegan area mm-hmm. it's that... like the health area but yeah, they have yeah a lot of vegan stuff there. it's mostly vegan stuff mm-hmm. so i was picking up burgers for this podcast mm-hmm. and i like got all the way to checkout and then i was just like reading them and i was like the second ingredient is eggs yeah i'm like i know <sighs> it happens <Stop>. a lot <laughs> 
That happened with actually a bag of potato <clears throat> chips the other day. I, like, bought them, and then, like, literally I was walking outside the grocery store. I decided to read the ingredients, and then I found milk powder, and I was like, okay, I have to go back and return these. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's frustrating. Yeah. Um, in a different note, Farmhouse Garden Animal Home's mission is to provide a safe home for the animals in their care. They want to show others that farm animals deserve love and compassion. Each of their animals is a unique and in, is a unique individual, and by learning and interacting with them, Farmhouse hopes to teach others to love them as well. Farmhouse Garden Animal Home subs, subsides entirely on donations. They are a nonprofit with thirty cows, two horses, and one duck, and others. Uh, so please consider donating to them or visiting them in their beautiful farm in Uxbridge. You can find them on the web, on Facebook, Instagram. Or by visiting farmhousegardenanimalhome.com. Thank you, Gar- Farmhouse Garden Animal Home, for sponsoring today's episode. Uh, have you been to the I farm? haven't. I want to go. Like, there's a few animal sanctuaries in Ontario mm. that I haven't been to yet. I don't even think... I've been to an elephant sanctuary. I've oh, been yeah. to, like, an animal sanctuary with, like, cows and everything. But I would like to go. Like So cute. They have visiting days, like, every month. So yeah. I think I need Facebook, to check that out. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I'll ask uh, later when I have a, the podcast with the basically like owner. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'd like to get on to the question of the day now. Uh, so what's your take on horse riding and racing? It's like a big, it's like a big deal in the vegan sphere. Yeah. Um, I actually was thinking about this. I've been thinking a lot about it lately. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly, I don't know how I feel about it yet, and, like, I think that's okay. Like, I, the thing is, people always come up to me, and, like, they ask me all these questions, like, what do you, what do you think about this and stuff, and Mm -hmm. I genuinely don't, haven't done enough research, or I just don't know enough, and I obviously don't want to make anyone upset, but right now, like, okay, growing up, I used to love horses, and I still Mm -hmm. do, and, like, I remember one summer, I actually went to, like, a horseback riding camp, and it was, like, the best summer of my life, and then... I get like I haven't been horseback riding since and like it was something I wanted to like take up more because I was like I really love horses and I want to do this more and then I went vegan and then I thought about it I'm like hmm like I don't know how I feel about this anymore because like in order to like like ride a horse you have to break the horse in right like you you can't just get on like a horse like I mean just ride it it's gonna be okay like you have to break the horse in so like you can ride it and like do whatever you need to do with it but like for me okay i went to medieval times last week and you know how they have a horse show yeah. and everything it do, just, they, do they have vegan options i'm just curious yeah they do really? like okay. so i called them in advance and i said that i was vegan and some <clears> of the but they gave me like a vegetarian meal card so some of the things i knew i couldn't have but they okay. for the most part like they gave me this like veggie stew and yeah. it was vegan. Oh, that's And so nice. I was like, and it was a lot of food. <laughs> very happy. Because I've only, I mean, I only ever went there before. Yeah, exactly. So Last time I went was like in grade four. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but when I was there, like, I was watching the horses do tricks and stuff. And there was this one part where they have like a whip. But they're not hitting the horse with it. They're like tapping the horse so it does tricks. And I was watching and I'm like, I looked at my sister and I'm like, I don't know how I feel about this. Like, it's making me a bit uncomfortable because, mm-hmm. like, this horse is doing tricks or, like, they made the horse walk on its hind leg. And, like, everyone was, like, clapping and cheering, but I was kind of sitting there. I'm like, oh, like, I don't think this is right. Like, yeah. a horse shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> like, yeah, or, like, 
the praise, you know, I don't know if that horse is feeling that praise. Yeah. Because they're not, it's not like the same as a dog, Mm -hmm. where dogs, like, they really, like, feel affection, but horses, I don't think they do in the same way. Yeah, I'm not, like, I'm I'm not an expert or anything, but just, like, something, like... But this isn't about being an expert. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, But yeah, something just made me feel a little bit uncomfortable, like, I just didn't... It went on for a bit long, and I was like, I don't know if that horse really wants to do that. Like, right. how do I know? But at the same time, like, I know that you have to break a horse in and, like, train it and everything. And so I guess right now my stance is, like, I'm – I have a – I know a girl who, like, rides horses and everything, and, like, she's an equest, equestrian, right? Yes. Yeah. So she actually does that, like, professionally. Mm. And, like, I know that she loves her horse and her horses and everything. But, like, again, I just, I don't know. Like, I think, I guess I wouldn't go horseback riding and everything because I know what has to, that horse has to go through to get to that level and stuff. So, yeah. I, I guess I'm, uh, like, I don't want to say I'm against it, though. Because, like, that's such a harsh way to say it. Like, I'm mad at anyone who rides a horse. Like, Well, I mean, you don't have to be mad at people, per se, right? Yeah. Like, I mean... It's the same thing with veganism. <coughs> Sorry, um, you know you don't you don't like to you don't like the idea of meat being consumed, but you're not like mad at people who do. Yeah. So it's the same idea. Where yeah. You're not like necessarily mad at those people. Yeah. It's just you you just don't. Agree. I don't agree. I just don't agree yeah. with it. Yeah. Like I just right. yeah like I can't enjoy watching like a horse do tricks and stuff like yeah. that. Like yeah. I just don't enjoy it as much anymore. Um, but it would be interesting to do some research on it and just, like, learn more about it. Yeah. Because, like, again, like, there's even people out there, I was reading a book that was, like, talking about some vegans, you know, have pets, but then there's some vegans who don't believe that, like, animals should be, like, yeah. domesticated. Yeah, 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 stuff. yeah. So, I mean, it's just, everyone's gonna have different opinions, <laughs> but yeah, I don't approve of it. And that. there's different levels of veganism. I mean, again, that that's kind of the, like, idea is that mm-hmm. you can... You can believe that all animals deserve to live by themselves, but then there you can believe that, you know, having dogs and guide dogs, I mean, I approve of guide dogs personally, yeah. but there are vegans who do not, yeah. which to me doesn't, like, I don't know, like, I just, I, I don't, it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. So, um, it's a really, like, hard line to put, like, uh, in terms of horse riding and racing, for me personally... I think horse racing, I'm very against. Mm-hmm. I don't think oh, that horse they're... racing, definitely yeah. don't like it. Like there was like... a there's a horse racing place in Hong Kong, mm-hmm. and my friends would invite me all the time to go because it was mostly a place to get drunk. Yeah, and I was like, I'm sorry, I'm not going to that. Like no, yeah, and I, I never really went. Really don't like horse racing. Yeah, I, I find that like really not cool. Yeah, horse riding, I'm like a little bit more lax on because I understand that the the owners usually like really love their horses and really take care of their horses but there's a part of me that's also like i don't know how right that is yeah i feel like they should live on their own but i know it's, it's just like, like, a, like it's, it's such like, a hard line to draw yeah i know how you feel about that <laughs> yeah even like greyhound racing and everything like no, i just i hate the racing. whole idea yeah. of like race making an animal like no if you want to race you can use a car exactly <laughs> like that's fine or even like dog fights and stuff like oh, that, i, mean, I went to malaysia and there was like a, yeah. a chicken fight and, yeah. I, and like everyone was standing around laughing and i'm like i really hate this like yeah, this yeah. is like messed up yeah <laughs> uh, in vietnam they had like um chickens that i saw that were or, like like roosters that were like yeah 
painted and ready for like fight and i was like that's so messed up this is like so gross and we're like going to a vegan restaurant it's right outside the vegan restaurant i'm like (sighs) why why yeah I know, I agree. Like, racing, like, definitely don't approve of yeah. it. The whole, like, riding a horse and everything, I just don't know how I feel about yeah. it Yeah, I'm not, like, I'm, I'm not, I think I'm not really okay with equestrian mm-hmm. stuff. Like, I'm not, like, okay with, like, jumping. I'm not okay with, like, tricks and stuff. But, like, if you just have, like, a farm and you, are like, have animals and you're just keeping them happy and you're just riding the horses once in a while, I'm like, uh, I guess I could, it's okay. Yeah. Like, it's not doesn't seem like that bad to me as long as it doesn't really hurt the animal and they don't and the animal doesn't feel like they're like their life is just a part of the Mm -hmm. owner's life seems like it's okay but i mean there's going to be people that debate forever on this topic yeah and like i mean horse riding i want to know what's like different between that (laughs) and like elephant riding because elephant riding is like a like they like that's a bad thing and like yeah. there's been videos and research done on it because yeah. you have to again like break the elephant in so people oh, really? can ride it okay. um, i don't know anything i like yeah. know nothing about it. i i didn't know anything about it because i remember before i went on exchange to singapore like my dad was like oh you're gonna go to thailand and like ride an elephant i was like oh, i don't know like kind of thing and then i yeah. went there and i did my research and i was like talking to a friend and she was like yeah like no don't like don't go to any sanctuary that claims to be a sanctuary but they allow you to ride the elephants because like they have to break the elephants in and they're treated so poorly Mm. um so you have to do like a ton of research making sure you're going to a sanctuary where like these elephants you can pet them and go up to them but you're you cannot ride them yeah okay yeah so i'm just i would assume that horse back riding similar maybe like i don't know you know it's it's interesting that like from a vegan perspective we think about those things but even meat eaters don't like it's just like a thing like when i was younger i mean i i, I rode a elephant mm-hmm. once right but like i had no idea yeah i just don't like think about i didn't think about those things yeah. at all but now if i went to like a sanctuary i would certainly think about those things i would definitely be like wait is that right i'd go yeah. on like facebook vegan groups and be like hello yeah um, <laughs> is elephant riding like cool or what you know yeah because it's just like it's so different now to mm-hmm. think about the way we think about the world i think is very different from yeah I normal agree. people it's cool okay so you are on the, a kind of a middle stance You're just yeah not... no to horse ra- no, no to horse racing okay riding a horse i have to do more research on it but right now i guess i would say i'm like not a big fan of it. Yeah, I think in many scenarios, riding a horse probably isn't good because I think not everyone will ha- show love and com- sorry, compassion to their horses. Um, but at the end of the day, there are a lot of people that will, and that's kind of like, I mean, they're still like they're loved, and I mean, horses definitely appreciate things. Like mm-hmm. when you feed them, they're like so happy. To exactly. Just, like, see that. I mean, anyone would be like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm the feeding, same way. Feeding cows, once you go to the, the yeah. underground, feeding cows is like blissful. It's amazing. It's I so love cows. Fun. There's like they a are. farm near my house and there's just like cows grazing and I'm like, I just want to go pet one. And like, <laughs> hey, you know where to go. I know. Now I know. <laughs> yeah. Farm, uh, farmhouse, garden, animal home. Yeah. They have lots of cows. They're really cute. That was, uh, it. actually going there was one of the reasons I went vegan at the end yeah. of the day. Because, um... I wanted to film, like, I did a mini documentary for school, mm-hmm. and it was about the meat industry. I was vegetarian at the time. Mm-hmm. I wasn't vegan. And um, when I was there, 
there's like this one cow. Her name is Baby. I've seen photos of Baby because I have them. I follow on Facebook. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's like she's really cute, but she was raised as like a pet. She wasn't yeah. raised as a cow. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other ones were all raised as a cow. She was raised as a pet, and I was there, and it was just me. It was Edith, and it was like the owner of the farm. Mm-hmm. And at one point, we're just, I'm literally just standing between all the cows in like a enclosed area, with just me and the cows and uh, the other two, and. Uh, the farmer grabs like an apple from the tree, and baby is like, goes up to him and is like, "Hey, where's my apple?" Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was like so cute, and I was like, and that was the first moment that I thought of, even as a vegetarian, that was the first moment that I thought of, the idea that, uh, this animal has their own, like, being. Mm-hmm. Like it isn't just like a cow; it's baby. Mm-hmm. She is, she has thoughts, she has feelings. She would like. She saw that I was filming her, and she'd, like, go up to the camera and be like, hey, what you doing? Yeah. <laughs> and it was, like, so, so cute. Yeah. And that was the first moment for me. Yeah. Totally. I never, ever thought about it before that. Mm-hmm. I was, it was astounding. Do you feel like animals know when someone, like, is a vegan or something? Because, hey, this is... Interesting. I don't know, because yeah. I heard someone talk about this, and they're like, oh, I feel like when you're, like, bond with an animal, like, they don't know that you're vegan, but I just feel like they know that you really love them or something. Like, because I remember when I went to the elephant sanctuary in Chiang Mai, it was like this moment that I had with an elephant. It was just like me and the elephant. I was like petting its head. And it's just like, you just look into their eyes and they're just so loving. And I don't know why, but I was like, I just feel like they know. Like, they know you really love them. And like, I don't know if that's like a true thing, but... I think it was just caught up in the moment. <laughs> it's like, this is magical. <laughs> Hard to say. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, I don't really have, like, a... Someone needs dis- to do a I've never thought about it that way. I've never seen animals like that. Did you see the study they came out with recently? Yeah, I did. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, where they said that, yeah, vegan is the way to go yeah. for the global warming, pro- or for the climate change. You yeah. Know, to fix the world. I don't... My words aren't working today. No, it's fine. <laughs> um... Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. And actually, I, I shared it with a lot of, like, uh, I saw, like, a lot of meteors and, like, uh, non-vegans share it and, like, look at it and that's read good. it. That's good. Yeah, it's it's interesting. And it's good, I mean, to teach people that. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's such an important part of, like, for people to understand, like, where we're coming from is just for them. Like, I just would prefer if everyone was just educated on the topic. And yeah. that's the thing. Like, I remember when, like... But even before going vegan and everything, like, there's all these, like, documentaries out. And I knew I never wanted to watch one because I'm like, this is really going to turn me off of me. Right. So I was like, I'm not going to watch this. But that's so bad because, like, it, like, you can just be so ignorant because, like, you just don't want to see it because you know if you watch it, it's just yeah. going to make you feel bad about, like, the dinner you're going to have that night or something yeah, like yeah, yeah. that. It's, it's, it is a, um, I, I get what you mean. It's like a, it's like a pushing of ignorance and you're just, like, pushing in you're like, yeah. You're like, oh, but if I do this, then I'm just going to not be, like, happy, blah, blah. And it's like, but yeah. you need to, like, get woke. Like, you need yeah. to, like, learn. <laughs> Wake up! Yeah, like, <clears throat> it's time. It's 2018. The world's changing. Yeah. It's a weird place, but, like, it's time. I agree. Jackie, do you love juice? I love juice. Do you know what the best kind of juice is? What is the best kind of juice? I know. It's orange juice. The best kind. Orange juice is sweet, tangy, a bit acidic, and it's sure to help wake you up in the morning. Make orange juice a part of your daily routine, and make sure to grab it the next time you head to the grocery store. Feel free to pair it with toast, cereal, 
and basically anything. But don't pour it on top, just on the side. Uh, try orange juice today. So, Jackie, now comes the most interesting part of the day. Mm-hmm. It's the time for the taste test. Taste test. Ooh. We're going to be trying, uh, oh, what are these? I forgot. Tofurky, uh, Tofurky? To- yeah, it's Tofurky. Tofurky vegan bacon strips. Tempeh vegan bacon strips. Uh, I meant to write down the name, but I absolutely forgot. Uh, they've been sitting around for the last 30 minutes, so they're going to be not warm anymore. That is so I fine. <laughs> heated them up earlier. Do you want a fork? Uh, you know, I can eat it with my hands. All right. Like, I'll so just, here's I'll one piece. They are... This is interesting. Cut, cut the whole thing. Just, okay. They are... They look like tempeh. You it know, smells like bacon. It does smell like it bacon. It smells like bacon. Wow. But it looks like tempeh. I think some like... I mean, I haven't had bacon in like three years. Yeah. It smells like bacon. Yeah. I, I, I think we're both worried about the texture and the consistency because... Yeah. To be honest, I feel like the tempeh should be cut even thinner than this. Yeah, you think... I yeah. Just, I, like, that's fair. Tempeh is just a grainy meat substitute, and it's just a very weird texture in my opinion, but yeah. like... I think when you grind it up really fine, though, it can be a really great, like, beef replacer, like, ground beef replacer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These yeah. just look, they're, they look like they're just tempeh. They don't look yeah. like <laughs> You're not going to fool anyone. Anything. Yeah, like, this is, like, yeah, this is not going to, no meat eater is going to look at this and be like, That's yes, bacon. this is beef bacon. <laughs> this looks like pieces of tempeh, little bit, little soybeans. But it, it, I don't know, it, it. Doesn't look that appetizing. It smells nice. I feel like I know what it's gonna <laughs> taste like. I mean, even before going vegan, I wasn't the biggest fan of bacon. Okay. Like, people like are obsessed with bacon. There's like one hundred percent like bacon restaurants that like I, I don't know like I, I just don't miss it all that much. Yeah. Um, but like yeah, I tried making vegan eggplant once and that turned out pretty good. It's like the liquid smoke is the one ingredient you need and you can make it everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you ready? Okay, yes, let's go. It does smell interesting. Okay, this is not... This texture is okay, not... Okay, this texture is not bacon. No. But I think it kind of tastes like bacon. Mm, I think... I mean, I, I kind of like warmed them up in olive oil and that... And they might be better warm, too. No. I think warm and like really crispy. Mm. There's just one place in Toronto called Bloomers and they do like a vegan Reuben, mm-hmm. but they use tempeh bacon, and that's really good. Like, okay. they crisp it up, Okay. and, like, that was good. But. I think, for me, <laughs> this feels a little bit too much like soybeans. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is not enjoyable to eat. <laughs> no. I mean, maybe if you threw this into, like, a sandwich with something else. Mm, as a sandwich, I think it'd be great, but... But I'm not a fan of the texture. Mm-mm. Not a fan of it. And that's, I mean, that's okay. That This is the first item we've had on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I guess, kind of, um, so far, that hasn't gone over great. Yeah. <laughs> you want another piece? Uh, yeah, no, I'll have another piece. Okay. I'm filming on what I eat in a day. I'm totally going to record this part after. <laughs> this piece looks crispy. It's yeah, maybe crispy. that's, maybe it's better crispy. Nope. Is it? I, mm, it's the not look really on Jackie's that. face is, uh, not if only so you could sure. See it. <laughs> it's like, I'm so confused, but. Yes, but this is an audio podcast, mm-hmm. so we have to describe things. Well, right now, um, I just think it needs to be cut way thinner. Okay. It needs to be, like, so crispy. I would, like, deep fry that, and maybe it would taste really good. Maybe it would taste better deep, deep fry. I think, I think I can't get over, like, the bean texture. Mm-hmm. But I could eat... <coughs> Sorry. But, like, as a non... 
like if I didn't think this is like vegan bacon, if I thought this is just like something to put in something, mm-hmm. it's not like terrible. I don't love the bean texture, but it's yeah. not the worst thing I've ever had that's yeah. um, vegan. I've definitely no. had worse things. Yeah. You know what I think? Like, there's a ton of restaurants out there that, like, are trying to make things that taste, like, traditionally, like, non-vegan dishes. Like, here's a perfect example. Like, they right. tried making uh, bacon using tempeh and everything. And I'm not against that because, like, places... Have you heard of uh, Doomies in Toronto? Yes. I actually exactly. was just there. The yeah. And, like, I mean, they're making, like, vegan Big Macs and everything. Yeah, and, yeah. like, they taste great. But there's just certain things I feel like we need to stop trying to pretend that this is, like, n- like not vegan, but it, it is or something. Like, people who make, like, mac and cheese using, like, potatoes and carrots. Like... Have you tried it, though? I've tried it. Okay. And to me, it just, like, it just doesn't taste like mac and cheese. Really? Like, I mean, okay. you could... And, like, you, I want to love it so much, but, like, you could add mm. all the nutritional yeast in the world, and, like, to me, it's just not going to taste like mac and cheese. So, like, I don't know, there's just times where I'm like, let's stop pretending that this is gonna... Have you had the mac and cheese at Doomies? I have... Wait, yes, I have had a couple bites of it. My sister got it when we went. It's really good. Yeah, no, I think... Unless it's, like, changed, but, like, yeah, from what I remember, like, it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I haven't been in so long. I'd like to, I'd like to go back You should go, you should go for sure. Their sister restaurant's also really good. Mythology? Mythology. I just went there, actually, after I recorded the last podcast, I went there with Graydon. Yeah. And it was awesome. Yeah. We got, like, he loved it, I loved it, it was super good. Yeah, I've been, I went there once. You know what, I feel like, this is, like, a whole other thing, but, like, customer service at a restaurant, like, plays such a big role in, like, how you're going to enjoy your meal, because if the service is bad... Like, I've I, never it had makes bad re- service at Doomies. Well, well, yeah, that's good then. Like, but when Mythology first opened, <laughs> there was like lines outside and everything. Really, awesome. So when I went, it was like we had to wait so long for it. By the time I got inside, I was like, I was so annoyed. I'm like, oh. I just want to eat now. It was okay. The thing my sister got, like the burger from Mythology, wasn't to be honest. It like it wasn't a okay. good burger in my opinion. But I had the Reuben, mm-hmm. and that was really good. Yeah. It, like, tasted like a... Like yeah, a yeah, sandwich. yeah. Like, uh, they have a tempeh fish and chips. And I was yeah. like... Yeah, how did you feel I, about that? I, I heard someone didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't get it because I was very Hesitant. nervous <laughs> that it was not going to be good. Mm-hmm. Because it's just... Some stuff just, like, doesn't work that great. Yeah. Like, I've had the uh, the Gardein veggie fish. I really like things. that. I don't like that. Really? It yeah. tastes like it has the same texture as fish to me and it's kind of wild. Really? Like, I don't I don't know. I can't I can't do them. Yeah. I can't do them. But I love Doomies and I love Mythology. We yeah. got the wings and we got the poutine there. And there yeah. we just got the apps because we were not that hungry. Yeah. And it was good. Mm-hmm. Super yummy. Um I don't know. There's there's a lot of great vegan restaurants coming oh to Toronto. God. So Toronto's many. getting so awesome. And now that whole like section of like Parkdale is like gonna be Vegandale or I whatever. Know, and I, know. So, like, I can't wait. I can't the wait. The best is yet to there's come. There's already three vegan stores there. Yeah, it's nuts. It's awesome. I'm like super excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything is getting better, which is amazing. But at the same time, it's we still have to push and convince people to exactly. go vegan. It's still. Um, or not like push people, but you know, have a conversation, which is what exactly. this is totally all about. Um, and that's why we're here. Jackie, have you ever sat around and craved something to snack on? All the time. All the time. I do that too. All the time. All when the I'm time. working, when I'm just like. When am chilling. I not snacking? <laughs> yeah. I mean, snacking is life. Yeah. So when that happens to me, I go straight to my dried goods drawer and reach for one item dried 
mangoes. The best. They're not the healthiest, but they are the tastiest. Uh, yummiest and best snack to have when you're craving that little bit of sweetness. You can grab them at any grocery store now. And I've even seen them at the dollar store. Mm-hmm. Although I don't like them from there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm skeptical. <laughs> yeah, grab them from just a regular grocery store. The sweet ones are the best ones. Um, so grab a bag of dried mangoes and have a great snack today. Thank you, Dried Mangoes, for sponsoring today's episode. Um, so basically, as the final segment, I have had a, I have a recipe for us. But is there anything you want to just like mention or talk about just before we do that? Uh, no, but this was, like, really awesome, and, yeah. like, I love this conversation that we're having. I don't know, it's hard to find, like, when I meet up with other vegan people, like, it's not all I talk about, like, yeah. <laughs> but it's nice to have a conversation about Yeah, this. yeah, I mean, usually when I'm with vegan people, we don't talk about veganism. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I'm like, like, if that does happen, I'm like, guys, can we just, like, stop? Yeah, I, I'm, the most often, the thing that I get most often is when I met, meet someone new, um, who's not a vegan, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, you're a vegan? Why? Yeah. And I'm like... I know. There's just times where I don't <coughs> want to explain, like, yeah. my life story. Yeah. I've, I've, the answer I've, I've uh, got to now is that um, right now I'm a vegan for every reason, and I but I started off as uh, for environmental, or for my health, environmental, and, now, and then for animals. Yeah. That's my answer. That's a good short and sweet answer. Yeah. And then if they ask more, I will delve into my whole life story, yeah. but... Sometimes I prefer not to. I've had so many debates, just, like, with people, and they just ask me so many questions, I'm just like... But what if this happens? <laughs> like, yeah. But what if there's, like... You know what? An apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> but from now on, I can just tell them to listen to my podcast. Yeah. Um, because the goal of this is to educate people. Exactly. So I hope people kind of have learned something new today. Mm-hmm. One of the things being that you can have, like, one day a week... And eventually yep. realize. Meatless I, Mondays, guys, it's a thing. I actually read a similar story on Reddit once, um, on the vegan subreddit, because mm-hmm. obviously I'm on there. Um, and they were like, what was it? It was like, yeah, my boyfriend, he, uh, I convinced him to go Meatless Mondays, or like one, once a, once a week, and now he's vegan, because uh, after some point you just realize you can do it more often, and yeah. it's not hard. And it's totally true, and I, I mean, now we have two recommendations from our my vegan podcast one is to do a slow transition like i did which is pescatarian vegetarian then vegan or uh your slow transition which is meatless mondays what do you think is better it's honestly it really just depends on everyone and like how you want to how you want to approach it kind of thing everyone's different exactly and i mean look there are vegans that are like vegan for just environmental reasons mm-hmm. i've met a couple of the, those people it's not they're not as common but i've met them and like one of the people i met in hong kong she like went back to meet eating meat while she was in hong kong and i was like interesting because yeah. i like i think both of us could never do that at this yeah point. it's like i just can't go back to eating no. a piece of beef or something or a steak like no. i don't know i mean my grandma is like every like other week she's like hey you want to have some fish? And I'm like, yeah, I'm like no, nothing I has changed. Don't. I'm good. <laughs> I know. Still vegan. All right. So today's uh, recipe comes from Jamie Oliver. You can find it at jamieoliver.com. It's for simple hummus. The ingredients are one 15 ounce can of chickpeas or garbanzo beans, depending on where you are, one small clove of garlic, one tablespoon of tahini, and one lemon and extra virgin olive oil. This is a super simple recipe, way simpler than every other. 
week we've had. Uh, drain and tip the chickpeas into a food processor. Peel and add the garlic, then add the tahini, a good squeeze of lemon juice, and one tablespoon of oil. Season with a pinch of salt, and then put the lid on and blitz. Use a spatula to scrape the hummus down the sides of the bowl, and then blitz again until smooth. Have a taste, and add more lemon juice, or a splash of water to loosen, if needed. Then transfer to a serving bowl. Serve with sliced, crunchy veggies, such as carrots, cucumbers, radishes, or red peppers. Uh, and you can have some flatbreads. I love pita. I love, like, the dried, like, or the, the like, really crispy pitas. The crispy, the steakies, pita <clears throat> chips, or whatever they are. So yeah, good. So good. <laughs> um, and I'd like to thank today's sponsors, Orange Juice, Dried Mangoes, and Farmhouse Garden Animal Home, Jackie, and the listeners, uh, you the listeners, for he- being here with us today. If you have a question, a suggestion, you want to be a sponsor, or you want to be on an episode, Send us an email at veganambitionpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you, everybody, and have a good day. you have anything else you want to say? No, but thank you for listening. Awesome. All right. Bye, everybody.